from Indiana Public Radio and Ball State University. This is The Scene, the show that captures live music right from our own backyards and brings it straight to you. I'm your host, Abigail Beach, and this week, the producers and I are sitting down and bringing you our favorite music from the second half of season 12. Stay with us. This episode contains some strong language that has been beeped. Listener discretion is advised. All right. Well, I'm Jacob Holtzman. I am a senior at Ball State, and I've been a producer and engineer on the scene for two years now. I started in December of 2020, and it's kind of crazy that this will be one of the last episodes I'll be on. My name is Paul Butler. I am a junior currently at Ball State, and this is my technically second year at this it's been like a year year and a half but it's been it's been a really fun ride and been, uh listening to some great music um while being there so yeah i'm excited to to hear some some tunes that y'all put together this past season i would say it's your second year paul me and you started at the same okay. time it's been two seasons two years i think it's, all right counts my name is Paul Butler. This is my second season. Paul, that wasn't me saying you had to redo it. <laughs> you can <laughs> you can do whatever you want with that. Cool. Heard. All right. Hello. I don't know why I waved. No one can see me. Hello. My name is Abigail Beach. Um, I am currently a senior at Ball State University. I This is my first year with the scene. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it was short, but it was fun. Short and sweet. Liam. Hello, my name is Liam Van Overwall. This is my coming up on the ending of my first year at the scene. I'm a senior here at Ball State University, and I'm really looking forward to looking back on some of uh, the best tunes from our past season. Awesome. Well, hey guys, how's everyone doing? I just had a horrible burp. I drank that (laughs) way too fast. Did it come out as like a red smoke? Yeah, it kind of came out my nose a little. Like, Uh, really fun. I'm sure that the listeners are going to love hearing about that. Look, I get that in. I get in depth with my listeners. They know all about me, so they should know this already. Understood, understood. Well, we're all here today to look back at we're uh we're here today looking back at some of our favorite tunes from the uh from the second half of season twelve. Uh Jacob, you got got something you want to show us today? Yeah, my first song comes from episode twenty-one of this season, which was when I featured Galaxy News Radio in the recording we did together at Fall State's MMP Studios. And the song that I'm going to share is the abbreviated title is SF SSF, but it stands for strawberry scented flarp. Don't ask. I won't tell. What, what was that last word? Flarp? Yeah. Yeah. F L A R P, I believe. Yeah. Like gotcha. flarp. Don't okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Strawberry. Yeah. Scented. No, absolutely. And it's strawberry mm-hmm. scented. Right. Thanks, Just, Liam. Yep. Got you. What? Two, three, four. I think it's best if you don't know my name. 
a fun episode yeah i was gonna um ask where did you record that in um the studios was that studio one no so that was soundhouse c in studio and i use studio two and then all of that is tracked live so everything you're hearing is in the same room so that was all in soundhouse c at the same time really i I was there i was there for those takes yeah yeah yeah, yeah we those. wanted to do like a fully live session, um, but in like the studios. And so, you know, we just made good use of the microphone technique and just captured everything all in one big take. And I think that was one of my favorite songs that came out f- from that session together. It's just it's a really good performance. Yeah, I really like the the punchiness that you were able to capture from the bass. Um, I thought that was really really cool and knowing that like that was all within within the same room and it just yeah it sounds like it was live and it was convincing um i'm sure it probably is more in depth like when you're not like streaming the audio over zoom but you know, i thought that was <laughs> yeah. a really cool performance i would have no, no idea that was in the same room yeah, i agree you, you i also can... wouldn't have known there wasn't i feel like there wasn't a whole lot of bleed which is props to you thank you 
you you can hear the bleed on the symbols. That's where it really comes in every now and then. Um, but yeah, if you weren't going to comment on the bass, I was Paul. Um, <laughs> the the bass was the thing I was ended up being like the most happy with out of it. Um, yeah, and it really was that I just kind of crushed it a little through the um, purple eleven seventy six we have. Oh, dang, and mm. it just and it was it was a di, but it was through that tube that Summit Audio di we have um and then it got put through the 1176 during recording and during mixing um and yeah did you i can't remember did you use a like the bass did you mic the bass amp as well or was it just that di there was no bass amp yeah yeah Awesome. I don't. I don't know if we could have done it in one room if there was a bass amp. That would have, that would have, that would have added insane. a lot. Of... <laughs> you have a guitar amp then, or same with the guitar and just use CI? Nope. The guitars were both amps, and they were both actually my amps, the ones that I've made. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little shameless plug for all you listeners out there. <laughs> Our very own producer engineer, Mr. Jacob Holtzman, builds his own <laughs> electrician. <laughs> Jacob Holtzman builds his own uh, amps. Give me a couple years and I can also be your plumber. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or, uh, yeah. Um, What was the big challenge for like recording? Of course, bleed is the number one thing, but like recording in the same room. Like what did you have to do to counteract counteract that and like mitigate uh, as much bleed as you could? Um, a lot of it was just polar patterns. So what's funny is the bassist is the one who's mainly singing on that song. Um, and he's actually the closest to the drum set in terms of all the singers. But I used the figure eight or I used I used the U87 in the figure eight polar pattern. And he was basically like so our listeners, he was basically at a 45 degree angle off of the drum set. And so it. 90 degree angle sorry if you understand figure eight it can't be 45 it's got to be 90 degrees totally cut out the drum set nice very nice very nice yeah, yeah. that and a lot of gobos Ugh, yeah. gotta love the gobos yeah heck yeah well yeah that's that's awesome that was uh that was a lot of fun um but yeah, oh, that, what have you got for us today? <laughs> that's strawberry scented flarp or SSF. SSF. Not that. Well, um, yeah. So for my first tune, this is I did not mix this, but I featured it on a mainstays episode with Johnny Mac. Was his name? He was a graduate from Ball State. Paul Ball State from Ball State. Uh, I don't remember the year, but it was in the last few years here. And I found him because there was a MMP community canvas announcement from Dr. Thompson saying that uh, Johnny had uh, released an album entitled 202020s. It was a visual album. Um, that was something that was really cool. So I watched the live stream for that. And I was like, this is, this is pretty sick. I'm going to see if he wants to get on the show so i messaged him and he was really excited and had an interview with him and uh he has some real great music he was uh in the mmp program so he's an alumni um yeah and this song let's see the wheel i'm pretty sure 
um was one that really like stood out to me just like it was like his production techniques like he it just was really cool
thought that was great. You said that. Um, you said that. Did you? You didn't record that in the studios, did you? No, I wish. No. Yeah. No, he did that. He did majority, if not all, of his album in his bedroom. <laughs> so oh, like that's he, super dope. Uh, he had like synth when I like when I um interviewed him. He showed me like, yeah, this was the closet I was like recording stuff in. He was showing me the synth and all that, and um he said he was going for a a humid sort of sound he put it as that like he wanted it to be very like colorful and humid i mean ironically i remember um i i listen i listened to this episode and i specifically remember that song and i remember it because i was in planet fitness and i think like my uh -huh. like my workout like bumped up by 10% like during this song <laughs> definitely Let's a go. good workout jam <laughs> yeah um so thank you johnny mac for helping me oh, get yes. my um my lift in gains um <laughs> but it was kind of cool that this song um came just after we listened to strawberry center flower because it's two totally different action yeah did i freeze you did you, a little bit yeah can freeze? you repeat what you just said yeah 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 um i guess you probably have it recorded but yeah, it's probably so what I thought was cool about listening to this after we just heard Strawberry Scent of Flarp was that this is two totally different um, sides of production. Like when we went in, we wanted to track all live in one take versus this is all layered out in a session yes. by one person. But they're both really good songs. And yeah. so it kind of shows that it's the in the end, it's the message or just the feeling behind the songs more than it is how they're recorded which i think is cool yeah yeah that was really cool and you said that's a song that he's already released right yeah or so is he, he not released that one yet yeah he's he's released that one um he released that on the visual album it's like him like dancing in his bedroom sort of thing but like it's it's kind of a vibe um yeah was like the 2020 20 so like 2020 as in like lockdown sort of thing so he did that all like with quarantine and uh kind of had like covid and like uh black lives matter sort of like it, it obviously it's not like portraying that message but like he made this in the in the midst of that and had that on the mind while he was writing it so and producing it yeah those things affect your um music output even if it, they're not directly what the stuff is about, like yeah, COVID affected everything artists were doing at that time and the black lives matter movement. Um, yeah. And you know, George Floyd did at the same time as well. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. That was definitely a very nice, uh, it's I'd, I'd probably classify it as like a pretty vibey jam. And the scene will take a short break. We'll be back in just one minute.
anyways, one of my friends, uh, Casey King, uh, released this song um, about a year and a half ago, but we re-recorded it in the MMP studios uh, last year. Um, this is The Bait by Casey King. Yeah, I know that guitar player was super good. No, he sucked. 
Same with the vocalist. No, I'm kidding. I Fun yeah. fact for those of you who don't know. Uh, Jacob Joltzman. Exactly. Coming in <laughs> hot on the guitar. Yeah. Not only are Jacob and I extremely talented at producing and engineering, we're also musicians ourselves. I was Jacob on the guitar for that last one. And you can thank almost you, hear you. me singing background vocals if you try hard enough. I thought T-Com majors are tone deaf. Okay, that was a low blow. Yeah, that was. That was. That was <laughs> I don't. Think, I I am absolutely. Are you sure you want to? Do you want to take that back, Paul? You have. I'll give you like ten you seconds. Fi- I was gonna give him five. Mm. Uh, okay, yeah, that's probably. That's like an A flat. Or... See, I know what you're humming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me get up the. I'm gonna laugh if it was an A flat because I just totally mm. pulled the note. It's a B, very sharp I mean... B. I'm not. I'm not too far <laughs> off there. I mean, but you weren't right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry, no perfect pitch. I'm kidding. You guys are. You guys are great. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um. Yeah, it sounded good. I like. I said I like the bass sound. Um. I forgot he did that, but it was cool getting to hear it back. I mean, that's almost been a year ago, so that's kind of that's kind of fun to reminisce on. Um. Yeah, I'll let someone else speak. I've been speaking a lot. Yeah, I I mean, I thought that was, I mean, yeah, it's cool to kind of go back and like listen and see where the studio band um, was at and like kind of hearing them now. And it's it's really cool just to um, have, especially like Casey and Trey and you as well, uh, Abby, um, as like musicians that have been in the studio bands and um, just how the, the work has kind of progressed. I feel like I need to burp now. Hold on. It's gonna come uh, through your nose just like it did me. It'll come out green, uh, but yeah, I I remember that session being being a lot of fun because like that was no, that was duh, that was during COVID. But like it still was really cool because I hadn't run a session before, and like Adam was there, and like it was just like a lot of fun because everyone was like you know really talented and was um really excited to like get a product together so that was just cool to get people into like every single booth within uh soundhouse a and all those smaller um iso booths but yeah it's casey's got a great voice shout out adam finassier former cmg liaison for the scene shout out adam finassier Finassier. Mm -hmm. do not shout out daniel porter (laughs) cut that Cut. No. That stays in. All right, sunglasses man. What you got for us? Oh, you're laying down some hot beats? Yes. Liam Van Overwall, live from Muncie, Indiana. So, yeah, for my pick, at least my first pick for this season, uh, half season look back i guess what are we calling it what's the do we have a a patented name end of the year vibe check maybe choice end of the Um, year vibe check i kind of like that end of the year vibe check but yeah we're going to be listening to uh a song from a recent episode from the band called lung it's going to be a song called bottom of the barrel uh, this band is actually a two-piece. It's just a drummer and a cellist, actually. <clears throat> um, 
interesting combination. Some, it's it's really cool. It's something I was just totally blown away by. And did Lung take your breath away? It took my breath away. It honestly did. <laughs> um, See no. what you did there, and I'm laughing about it. It was completely <laughs> unique, and I think you guys will really enjoy it if you haven't heard it yet. Um, definitely excited to share this with with everybody again, though. Give it a spin. And that is my bad. I actually screwed that up. That was the wrong name of that song. That song is actually called The, the Overgrowth. Undergrowth. Oh, oops. The Overgrowth. Not the Undergrowth. The overgrowth. But the Overgrowth. The, uh, Over the that Hedge. Was, that was The Overgrowth by Lon. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Did we record that one live or is that a. Uh... That's actually a look back. So I don't think any of us really had a hand um, no, in this, no. unfortunately. But this gotcha. was um, from the Virginia Avenue Music Festival a couple of years back when um, Ball State alum Harrison Kern was was a part of this team. We were I all. Believe. What were you saying? No, you go. You go. Yeah, he, um, him, and a couple of the other past scene engineers were were at the show. I know we got a lot of content from from that show in the past. Uh, this was just something that really, really stuck out, and I thought the the mix and the recording was just great, um, and something I had never heard before, and definitely 
definitely a jam. Yeah, we were all we baby freshmen in 2019, but right. no, I was still in Speak high school. For yourself, dog. man, I was a, definitely a sophomore. The Virginia Avenue Music Festival is really cool. I featured some content from there, also, Liam. Um, that's such a like. Do they describe themselves as punk? Do you know or grunge? Do you know what they like describe themselves as? Um, I haven't seen specifically what they describe themselves as. I always kind of try and take my own interpretation when I'm explaining them. I mean, I don't, it feels, it feels extremely grunge. Well, that, that little like Yelp. Um, yeah, that's yeah. such a like punk thing, like village mutt who we featured on the, um, the summer the, ho- the halloween special oh, halloween yeah um, yeah i remember like they do that a lot too and so it reminded me a lot of that but what a cool obviously um instrumentation of a cellist and a drummer instead that's what i'm saying and it's they, it was just so amazing like this the like the the drive that they had and the ability to actually really fill up the like I don't know, just the the life of a song with just those two instruments were yeah. Really definitely cool. forgot that it, that's all it was. Right, like, like you don't think about that until right. you. Like I know we talked about it literally right before listening to the piece, but which goes back to um, what we were talking about earlier, which is like it's how it doesn't necessarily matter how the like the song is recorded or what instruments are used. It's just do you get your um message your feeling like do you just get the song across and they they did it with absolutely room to spare yeah yeah oh yeah was that a and part of my question if you already answered this but was that a like a five string bass or was that like a like a seven string guitar or something it's a it's a cello that was a cello yeah shoot insane so she's sitting up there on a on a chair doing that's that's pretty sick god's work i don't know i don't know <laughs> how still you singing how with you, that yeah i don't know how you do that but she does and she does it pretty well in my opinion yeah that's extremely impressive i don't think i've ever seen anyone well no that's not true i was gonna say i don't think i've ever seen anyone sing and play a stringed instrument at the same time mm-hmm. or like Literally, a abode a, a bowed in, in instrument i was correcting myself <laughs> um <laughs> I was like homie that's Guitarist literally plucks. every single band. <laughs> um but then I was thinking of all the amazing fiddle players in the world. So indeed. The big fiddle. The big the common fiddle. the common name for big the cello, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a that was a solid um yeah. Yeah, agreed. That was a lot of fun. Glad you guys enjoyed it. So <laughs> this this song is from Mickey Young. So this was from episode nineteen from season twelve. It was from the Trees um, Music Festival at the White Rabbit Cabaret. So there's a lot of like hip hop and um, kind of soul R and B um, artists there. So it was a lot of fun to like go through and mix because like a lot of my portfolio like is not doesn't have hip-hop or that sort of stuff in it so it was cool to like actually mix with like 
a track and to like have live instruments. That's why I really like Mickey Young because he um, has, has, I mean, he's a great like um, rapper and has great like lyrics, lyricism, but also like the immersion of the instrumentals with the track, I think was really cool. Um, it would have been, I it definitely would have been cool to be there and listen to it, but um, see, so yeah, let's give this a shot. Simple shit, got the big production, told her you just gotta see the blood that's coming, yeah. My vision got blurry like Everclear. Like Everclear. It might disappear, but it'll reappear too. Ooh. See, I can see my goals now, now I never fear. My time's coming, it's forever near. It be here tomorrow, but that's never here. So, no more procrastinating, waiting. Positive that if you negative, you a doubt in time, it's no more conversation. I ain't Jesus cooking up. I ain't got no holy palms. But I try to move just like that man in life. I can't, and that's my only qualm. This is song in the key of life. Major keys that I can write on the poster. Stick it on the door that help keep me focused. Watch me pass that down and not even notice. Dang. I'm trying to make me a change. Or at least make a dollar and these though I call I tell you my problem. I'm posted. Yeah. Mickey, go keep me. I know it's been a minute since you did a song. Go ahead, my nigga, post it. I need some energy my way. Hey, like a stamp of approval, you don't get. Hey, post more on your analysis. It's post more than when I body this. I'm post traumatic with the stresses. Ditching on my name and all that so embodied. This that had me crying when I was a little kid. It's post below when I get a hit. Congratulations come from kids who hating when I flash back to them golden days when I was skinny Mickey from the basement. Back then had like three friends. Freshmen were like no friends. Probably why I cling to brothers hard now. With my brothers when it's hard now. Got me writing raps up in the car now. Hottest vehicle that's supposed to take me far. Turn into the car that I need to calm down in. Post it. Post it. Post it. It's been a while since I posted. Songs growing in my nose list. Ay.
yeah, that one was really, really fun to um, work with, just like with the track and just the ambience of the the um, festival. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, that was really cool. It, I mean, I'm not a rap aficionado, um, but it reminded me a lot of like rap that's come out of Chicago. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed it for that part. Um, I like, I love when there's like um, instrumentation and stems kind of going on at the same time. I think it's really fun. Really cool. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just really, I liked it. It had a cool sound. Um, I have like, I can't necessarily give a better explanation than just, I really, really liked it. And that's what yeah music's about. Yeah, I agree. I'm also not like an expert on uh, rap in any way, which like sucks. Like I wish I knew it a lot more. All we listen to in uh, music school is what Bach and 18th century Western, uh, 18th century world. Western music and jazz. I was, I was at a vocal performance earlier today for the uh, the early Ezra Crow. And ah, yes, I heard probably things from like the 1650s all the way up to the 2000s. That's there, it's a in, wide it's a wide range of years. Songs in English, songs in Italian, songs in French, songs in German. I was like, those are the four languages. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> Latin too. It Latin? Was, oh my. Latin, yeah. It's crazy, impressive. All right, so bringing us back to more of that little grungy punk vibe we were rolling with earlier, I've got this pretty dope song from the band Stealing Volume recorded over the summer at the at the Wide-Eyed Music Festival. <laughs>
That was that was pretty enjoyable. Uh, being, I remember it was pretty chaotic at that time. Like being there at that show, the Wide Eyed Music Festival this past summer. Um, yeah. But it was really cool. It was nice to hear the mix and hear it a little bit more clearly. Like it was, <laughs> I was actually able to like understand some of the vocals in more of a isolated like listening environment which i really enjoyed you want to rephrase that before that goes out on air yeah (laughs) as i was saying it i was like "Mm." hmm yeah thanks i think i did that mix in about an hour and a half Mm. less than that yeah i mean i was going to say something very similar to to lean with that regard but obviously should not um well i i i do like the the heaviness of it i i would definitely say like yeah of course being there in person is is different because like i mean um it's just mixed differently and then when it's you know post in post it's a lot differently and it's good to kind of listen back to it but i liked it because i was trying to think in my head like what kind of genre they would put this in like if it's like a mix of like punk rock with like um maybe some mix of like metal in it because i got like hints of like beastie boys but also like Mm -hmm. um some other like early grunge punk rock so they they were um me and liam went to that festival festival together they were very punk rock um they're actually it's i if i remember correctly it's i remember going and like they had a pretty like they were had a live like a lively set like they were really into it they had a lot of energy they were putting out um they were one of my favorites from that festival and so it's cool to hear them again um they had lots of cool old gear i remember i talked to the singer afterwards and we were kind of talking about his um guitar and he's got a really old telecaster and so it was cool to talk to him about that. But yeah, it was good to hear from him again. Yeah, they were all over the stage. I remember that was a really fun, fun. As in, like dancing and kind of going crazy on stage. Um, it was just really in your face punk. Um, like I mean, I you, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this is probably one of the more punk kind of uh, you know episodes or. Or bands that we've shown on on this this most recent season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what gets more punk though than a cello and a drum set. Like, if you can pull That's off true. pull off punk true. with that, no, you're fair probably enough. fair enough crushing life. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, Liam, you got one more for us? Yeah. 
So finally, for my second tune, we're going to listen to the other band, actually, from the same the same episode that I released when we were listening to, to Lung. It's the band from, actually, a lot of similarities here. It's also from the 2021 Wide Eye Music Festival, their Village Elder. I think they were on a little bit before Stealing Volume, and I remember, like, I had gone, I think... Down, me and Jacob had separated at one point during the performance. Like he was listen, he was somebody was at the board, and somebody else was taking pictures or whatever. And we came back kind of afterwards, and we were like, "That was pretty cool. That's enjoyable. That that's something I you know want to listen to again. Um, that was pretty unique. So picking these guys out and putting them into an episode was really easy and really enjoyable for me. So think it should be fun hope you guys enjoy it this song is going to be called automation Your future looks bright 
Major support for the scene comes from Ball State, Ball State's music media production program, our underwriters, and listeners like you who support their local public radio stations. Our show is produced entirely by Ball State students. Jacob Holtzman, Liam Van Overwall, Paul Butler, and myself are the show's producers and engineers. Gabe Hua is our booking and communications coordinator. This episode was produced by me, your host, Abigail Beach. Special thanks to all the venues who let us record this week's artists. To find out more about these bands and venues we feature on The Scene, visit our website, indianapublicradio.org slash the scene, where you can learn more about the program and listen to our episode archive. Again, that's at indianapublicradio.org slash the scene. Also, if you'd like to keep up with what we're up to next, follow our Facebook page. Just search for The Scene from Indiana Public Radio and find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at the scene on IPR. We're also on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you find your podcasts. Give The Scene from Indiana Public Radio a search to add us to your favorite podcasting app. Thanks for being with us and join us again next time to hear what's happening in the scene here on the scene.